Hey everyone. Last year I listened to a podcast with somebody named Temple Grandin. And she recently wrote a book called Visual Thinking, in which she talks about this concept of visual thinkers and how visual thinkers differ from verbal thinkers. And at the time that I listened to it, I just found it to be so eye-opening and so moving. The message and scientific understanding that she's come to and also just her personal journey that relates to that it was so inspiring and eye-opening and I've just sort of been sitting on this idea in these concepts for a long time and maybe a couple months ago I came across a YouTube video by Van Neistat and I really appreciated his 20-minute depiction of this difference being somebody who is also a visual thinker, he really resonated with what Grandin had to say and everything that she's learned through both her research and also her personal work and personal life. It's so interesting to explore this, and I started to explore it personally through my life and getting exposed to these ideas, and also through how I am very much a verbal thinker. I am very much somebody who thinks in words. I am somebody who connects things linearly and everything is very organized in, in my head of words. It's very verbal. So when I think, it's just the sound of words. It's as if I am talking right now. That's what it sounds like in my head. And that's what it looks like in my head. I don't really see any image when I think. I hear words, and it's just pretty blank. And that is a huge difference from what the life of visual, what the life of visual thinkers is. So people who think in pictures and patterns. And that's what Grandin dis discusses extensively in her book. She talks about how these visual thinkers are people who think more associatively, people who do not think linearly, people who think very non-linearly. They jump from one to another to another, and it all sort of goes around in a curiously interconnected web. It's not a line. And these people really understand art extremely well. They do photography and video really, really well. They are able to interact with animals, curiously enough, in much more effective and helpful ways than people who are verbal thinkers. And they're also very, very good at medical, at mechanical devices. So thinking about machines and how machines work or some apparatus works, they're able to really understand all the pieces and how those pieces connect, and they're able to see where the issues are when there are issues in, in those systems. However, these people, despite their immense talents and despite their immensely useful way of thinking, are often stifled by the education system. They often struggle in school with concepts like algebra and calculus and things that are very, very favorable for verbal thinkers. So think about even English, reading. Everything's in words. Everything is in words. And the way that it is taught is taught through words. 
and it's all words. It's not visual. It's not image oriented. It's not pattern oriented. It's very much oriented around the words. Words are said, words are shown, words are written to learn, and it's not done in a way that opens the door to these visual thinkers to really engage in a meaningful way so that they can learn to. And this is something that I've just noticed. Like, why was I so good in school? For a number of reasons, of course, but in part, and likely in a significant part, I'm I'm an extremely verbal thinker. And because I'm an extremely verbal thinker, it all made sense. It all connected well. The system favored me. And because I was able to think in words, I had this facility with language, I thought linearly in this way, I understand things in order. The way that school was set up for me was very simple. It was very easy to fit in to this mental model that I had. But that differs tremendously for people who are thinkers in pictures and patterns. These people really struggle with the way that school is structured because school is not structured in a way for them. Likely because the way that school is structured, the way that people, the way that people who have risen to the positions of being able to write policy, being able to do the teaching in the classrooms, and being able to get to high levels of politics or companies or government organizations, those people tend to be verbal thinkers. And because those people are verbal thinkers, they're much more likely to neglect, be ignorant of, or just to simply not take into account that there is this large swath of people who are visual thinkers. This large swath of people who do not think in words, who do not think in order, who do not think like they do. And that is quite shocking. That's quite a big thing to contend with. And there, that's a lot to wrestle with. That potentially requires some significant overhauls and changes in our education systems. It requires some significant revamps of the ways that we think, the ways that we teach, the ways that we support young people who just happen to think in a different way. And we all think differently. Thinking verbally in a system that favored visual thinking would be quite challenging too. So perhaps we need to find a middle ground. Perhaps we need to do some work to navigate this more effectively. To really see and to think. How could we create atmospheres, environments, educational systems that support each group of these people so that they can all thrive in the unique sets of talents and abilities and orientations that they bring to the table? I think there's a lot to consider there, and it's an important point to wrestle with. And as I leave you here, I suggest to you, reflect on this. Are you a verbal thinker? Are you a visual thinker? What tends to work best for you? And what has worked well for you? And do you think that that's associated with the positions that you've reached in life? And if you did struggle in school because you're a visual thinker, I think it would be useful to take the step back and to not beat yourself up over this. 
that it's not necessarily your fault that the system wasn't built for you. But instead, you can see the opportunities that lie in that. There's so many verbal thinkers who did do well in school who are not able to do, think, and operate in the way that you are. And that's a great thing. We need all of us, not just the verbal thinkers. We need all of us to work together, to build together. Because that truly can make a difference in our world. And that can be incredibly meaningful to align verbal thinkers and visual thinkers with all their unique abilities to come to the table together to build this world. And if we have systems that educate each type of thinker in meaningful ways that effectively support their development, then we'll increase the quality of the people who are stepping into these situations so that they can all participate well together. So I'll pause there for today. I think this is a lot to chew on. This is a lot to explore. And I want to leave it to you to sit with this and to think about this for yourself. So thanks for listening. As always, much love. And in the meantime, take care. Cheers.